Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains. And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, as bright-eyed and bushy-tailed as you can possibly be having to go to work tomorrow, because last weekend was a shutdown weekend, and the coming weekend is a shutdown weekend. This is very distressing, isn't it, Buzzer? It's not a bad time of the year if you look at the calendar and everything like that. Uh, It's worked out pretty well. Uh, It is slowing down the industry. It is slowing down, but there's a fair bit happening in the industry at the moment too, isn't there? Yes, and we'll, going talk, to happen. and we'll talk about that in due course. But let's just say you're not getting much production at the moment. You get a bit of wet weather like we had on Friday, a bit of high winds and various things, and then you add all the uh, shutdown weekends. Not a productive time for the industry. If you were, of course, to add a little bit of protected action to that, well, it might grind to a halt. There you go. Good morning, String Bean. Good well, morning, Warren. And, well, and, and and good morning to the gorilla, wherever he might be, out there uh, entertaining uh, our good friends from the industry, the Fair Work Commission, etc. Anyway, we're here to talk about the uh, business of the industry and the most important matter before the industry at the moment is the EBA, renewal thereof. And of course, there are... Unfortunately, a lot of bosses who don't really understand the process, and it is also true that quite a few of the members don't understand the process. Let's just say there is no pay rise till there's an agreement. And when there's an agreement, there will be a pay rise. It follows like day follows night. Anyway, negotiations prelude... or preclude nothing in terms of the items that can be discussed uh, as part of the EBA, but the 
final result has to be negotiated, there has to be a long process, and it has to be approved by a vote, and it has to be then signed off by the Fair Work Commission. So we've got a problem. We're not getting to where we want to be as quick as we would like. And two, the bosses are hanging around, trying to make sure that the process is slowed down. The MBA are doing their usual shit act and try to make sure that the whole process is slowed because they want to get the legislation putting back uh, the ABCC. They want to get the the new car. They want all that stuff. So boys and girls, it's going to be a difficult process. It might be that we have to take Industrial Act under the Fair Work Act. There might be a whole lot of things that will happen, but it is actually happening at the moment. The negotiations have started with a big sector of the industry and we hope to flow the outcome of those negotiations to the whole industry. But even, even as these negotiations start, Nigel Hatchkiss is sending out letters to builders saying, do not make any side deals with the union. Do not increase the wages of your employees unless you have an agreement. Now, technically, a boss can pay anyone he wants any amount he wants as long as it's over and above the EBA. So if you want to pay a bloke an extra $2 an hour, that's up to you. But Nigel Hatchkiss is out there threatening people and saying, you can't do this unless there's an an agreement, blah, blah, blah. There's a whole lot of shit going on, boys and girls, and it will keep going on because this is probably the most important EBA campaign we have had in years. So there's a lot of politics riding on this. There's a lot of issues in terms of the industry, the plasterers, the sort of things that happen with ABNs, all those sorts of things are all issues that are being negotiated as part of this campaign. And, as I say, the politics, the interference, the ABCC and all the rest of it is going to make it a difficult process. But it has started. Negotiations are every week in the lead-up to Easter, and there'll be more after Easter. And at some point, there will be a document, and that will have to be signed off by the members, and then it gets certified, and then we've got an EBA for the next three or four years. He's is given the game away there, hasn't he, really, Hatchkiss? With the uh, with the letter, it's like as if the the ABCC wasn't about cutting wages and conditions. He's he's written a letter just to show it. Yeah. Oh, don't pay them anymore. Don't pay them a decent wage. That's his. <laughs> he's, he's sort of given it up there, hasn't he? The whole agenda. Is he trying to stay relevant? Is that what he's trying to do? Well, because he was out of the game there for a little while, wasn't he? He's trying to make sort of some sort of comeback. Is he? No, oh, he's he's trying to do a number of things, including as we will discuss in due course crank up every prosecution that he can possibly crank up, hence the front page of The Australian the other day, talking about things that happened eight years ago. But never mind, Nigel's back. He's been off on sick leave and he's trying to be relevant. But let's go on. There's plenty of other things to talk about. And uh, one of those is the fact that the industry are having difficulty working out where they are going because their body, their union, the A, the MBA, uh, playing games as usual. They are trying to drag out the EBA process. They're trying to get people to uh, become code compliant for a code that doesn't exist. They're playing politics as well as supposedly representing their members. Little wonder 
the CFMEU ain't anxious to talk to the MBA. They are in a situation where their political agenda gets in the way of the industrial interests of their members, and that is aimed at one thing, and that is attacking the CFMEU. So there's lots to go on with, boys and girls, and as I say, we will be dealing with Nigel's latest efforts in relation to a few prosecutions in due course. Now, we should also mention that during the week, the uh, process started for the blackmail charges against John Shetka and Sean Reardon, and uh, the police actually named their witnesses. And uh, Surprise, I'm not, surprise. I'm not going to go through them all because hardly any of them are surprised uh, to us. There's a whole lot of people that are going to be called, and it's all about uh, making sure that the union is disrupted in what is an EBA year. And uh, they're trying to tie people up into hours and hours of legal bullshit so that we are not concentrating on the main event. And that's the EBA, as we already said. And I agree. We're not going to even bother naming them, are we, really? Because yeah. they're not even worth talking about, those couple of people. Well, there's a few people. The one good thing is that our good friend, Mike Kane has oh. to turn up. Well, oh. That's one thing. That's provided he can get a visa to get over here and be here or something. I don't well, know. no, no. He's uh, in a situation where he had lots to say in the media, lots to say at the Royal Commission. Well, he made all sorts of allegations. Now he's going to get called as a witness for the prosecution and he has to actually turn up and justify his allegations. Geez, Mike, not quite what you planned. Never mind. It's all good fun yet to be had. And, and good to see the union movement getting in there and, and backing them up uh, on the day, uh, Luke Hilakari and, and the rest of them. Um, so, you know, if they wanted to divide us, they haven't succeeded. There's uh, good, strong support out there. And, of course, the actual uh, hearing that follows from the, uh, the, the hearing the other day, which is just the sort of the formalities, the hearing looks like it won't be taking place till November. So the whole thing's going to drag on and on and on and on, and I'm sure that there will be all sorts of grubby people coming out of the woodwork to give evidence against uh, the union. But let's just say, you've got to prove your case, and I think we've got a long way to go. Now, just moving along, on Friday uh, there was a lot of uh, rain, there were some high winds, and uh, on, myself I experienced uh, some Material floating down the street, heading straight for the car, stopped the car, pulled over and got this big sheet of tin off the road. I've got to say, there were a couple of building sites along that street and uh, boys and girls, we need to keep a good eye on loose materials on site because once it leaves site, it can become a serious danger to the public as well as workers on their way to work. And uh, I think that there's going to be a fair bit, as I suggest, uh, of high winds in the period as changes are coming through because the weather's been crazy, but uh, high winds follow changes and that can be very dangerous. Yes, definitely. And uh, we probably did need that bit of rain. Uh, oh, we needed that. The, the, uh, bit of, we haven't had much rain in the last couple of months. Um, uh, but also... Um, the, the rain came down, which which come down quite a bit there on Friday morning, and the wind and the infrastructure around Melbourne at the moment is a bit a bit of gridlock. 
there's quite a bit of work being taken place on all the roads and all that sort of stuff. So that's we're in for we're in for a, a difficult twelve months on the roads and all that. I'd say. I would think that the Tullamarine uh, update uh, or upgrade will be very disruptive because at the top end, Bell Street interchange is going to be completely rebuilt, and at the bottom end, uh, adjacent to the uh, the Balti Bridge, there's a lot of rebuild going on there, and that is going to absolutely disrupt the east-west flow of traffic. And then you add all the rail uh, level crossing uh, projects, I think we are going to have an absolute hell of a time over the next uh, 12 to 18 months. Anyway, we might cut to a track, and uh, just to celebrate what a glorious lot of weather we've had in Melbourne got uh, Come Rain, Come Shine with Eric Clapton and B.B. King. B.B. King and Eric Clapton, come rain, come shine, and it's we've had the lot and we'll continue to have it. I'm just hoping that next weekend, which is Easter, we get nothing but good weather. We deserve it when we're off. Righto, we're going to move along now to a little matter which has been the subject of considerable interest and controversy. It featured in the Royal Commission. It cost two uh, employees of CBUS their work, their jobs. And uh, in fact, I haven't. We didn't get the result, but I understand that Lisa Zanata and Maria Batira uh, had their matters determined last Friday. I haven't got the results, unfortunately, because we are recording this on Friday. Uh, String Bean, our good friends, LizCon, are a bit of a mess. Having gone off to the Royal Commission and made all sorts of allegations about the union and CBUS and all the rest of it, they've now fallen over. That's right. The liquidators are in. money. <laughs> and, and what was uh, a story about you know, them being wound up for just uh, $20,000 or something worth of, of unpaid wages... Uh, turns out that they actually owe the tax office $700,000. And so uh, the government that's, that's entirely focused on destroying the union, of course, um, has failed to bring, bring any of this up in the Royal Commission or, as, or their task force or whoever else doesn't care that these companies are misbehaving. There's allegations of phoenixing. There's uh, shadow directors uh, obviously doing a, doing a dodgy job. There's... Uh, ex-directors, there's um, companies-related entities that seem to be uh, running around, <laughs> and, the, and the money's disappeared. So uh, LizCon, with, uh, what was it, it's millions of dollars worth of, of payroll um, on their books, but apparently only $40,000 in the bank. So the liquidators are going, 
Where's the money gone? We're gonna we might have a might have to track this down. So it's it's all going to come out now. But uh, but the should royal we commission... have a royal commission into it? <laughs> I think honestly, say I think the biggest problem in the building industry is just Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix Contracting, and I'll give you one example, Ducon to Ducon Maintenance, who overnight before Christmas changed their company name. All of a sudden, this Ducon Maintenance, who'd never done structured construction work before, are doing all the same jobs that Ducon was doing with different, with allegedly different owners and all the rest of it. Can I just say, honestly, it's the biggest scam going on. And, if, and why they have a Royal Commission into us and they could spend that money on and tightening up all those laws that get the, that allow them... To, Buzzer, buzzer. This is a capitalist system. This is your right to be a capitalist and make money at any way you want to do it. It's not a a system that allows for trade unions, certainly not under Malcolm Turnbull. Unfortunately, I hate to be cynical. Yeah, I know, I know. But unfortunately, we get the leftovers where they, these contractors all come up to the CFMU. They don't go quite correct. They don't go to the NBA. The NBA aren't interested. Especially if they're dealing with subcontractors, they're not interested. They're not interested in helping them, so they all come up their office, which is all right. We try and help them, but it is one big mess out there at the moment. Let That's me tell right. you. And I think you touched on people not getting paid properly, yes. um, contractors, which leads to other contractors going broke. And there's one fine example of that down at that ISIS. Come, well, they had to change their name, didn't they? ISIS, really, could you keep going around with that name? To shape on the World Trade Center down there on the corner of Spencer Street and what's the other street there? Flinders Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and the job has been one mess after the other. Guilfoyle's gone under uh, off the job in a big contractual dispute with then the then ISIS, who've changed their name to shape. Now we've got a BWD demolition company. Um, uh, from Sydney, Queensland. They've had all sorts of monetary difficulties on so the job. everyone's up shit creek. Yes, including some of your prize companies like scaffold companies and all the rest of it. Oh, uh, who lost a lot of money when, uh, whatchamacallit, went under. When uh, when uh, Guilford went off the yeah. job and went under. So it just leads to one mess after the other, after the other, and uh, we're left trying to fix it. But anyway, they don't want to fix that problem, do they? Under the capitalist system, the law allows people to... Uh, basically burn their liabilities. At least that, that's one name change that wasn't about, you know, phoenixing and avoid the, avoiding their debts, eh? That, that ISIS one, you could probably forgive that. <laughs> <laughs> it took a long while for them to change it, let me tell you. <laughs> anyway... Lizcon. I think I think I think we should point out the the is it Eon e- O'Neill is it I don't yeah, know Mr O'Neill Mr O'Neill uh, who this, gave evidence in the Royal Commission yeah the self described manager and spokesman of Lizcon the star of the Royal Commission and uh, now he's saying oh no he's he's not the director anymore he doesn't he doesn't know anything about it uh, he's, oh. and and Turnbull's in a bit of budget trouble you wouldn't you think that they'd look into this with seven hundred thousand dollars not paid to the tax office happens all the time and it's, the union's the only one chasing these how people much down. is still owed on the bloody sea bus exactly. eh? there's a few questions to be asked of Lizcon and its directors shadow or real whatever they might be anyway. Folks, all that stuff you heard in the, coming out of the Royal Commission, just look at the witnesses and what the real story is. Mr. Zaff was a problem for them. It was an embarrassment to them. Now Mr. O'Neill and Liz Connor are an embarrassment. Well, it just goes on and on. But why would the truth get in the way of a political story? Exactly. When you're trying to carry out anti-union activities. Anyway, I've got to do a couple of... Less than uh, happy things, and one is to 
acknowledge the passing of Ian Cookie Cook, who was a scaffolder in the industry for for decades. And Ian, unfortunately, uh, lost his life in an ultra-light ultra light aircraft uh, tragedy up in Yarrawonga last weekend. And uh, Cookie had been uh, in the industry and doing uh, ultralight for a long time and unfortunately has passed away. So our sympathy and condolences to his family and his all his friends because he, he was well known in the industry. And it was like uh, an absolute rash on my phone soon after because so many people heard about it and everyone was ringing everybody. Also, I should uh, send a cheerio to all those old scaffs that got together Friday of last week down at the Balaclava Hotel for a drink to remember Jimmy Tracy. And uh, I'd like to send a special cheerio to an old mate, Ronnie Betts, who listens to the Concrete Gang every Sunday every Sunday, and I did say to Ronnie, have you got any problems? And he said, yes, can you tell the gorilla and buzzer to stop talking about themselves and bloody football? I'm fed up with it. Can't we have some job news? Well, it's just you know, job news. <laughs> a quick congratulations to everyone who organised. You're going to change the subject, aren't I'm, you? I'm good at that. You're not, you're <laughs> not, you're not going to acknowledge that maybe one of our regular listeners has a complaint. Oh, I'm not going to talk too much. The footy season hasn't really kicked off yet, but it was the, it was the uh, start-up um, uh, big dinner on the week, but we won't go into that. That's who cares about that right now. We'll wait till the season gets started. But another Ronnie, co- I'll do my best. We could talk about the Richmond Football Club and their no-show on uh, uh, they hard, want- hard Hat Hanky Day on Friday. Yeah, well, they're putting all their money. They want the stadium building their, their thing now. They want $400 million put onto the... We're not talking football. We're talking... Uh, all right, St. Pat's okay. Day. St. Pat's might, Day. Might be a few to- Richmond members that don't want to pay their dues now, I reckon. Um, just a quick thank you to all the people, to uh, Jerry McCrudden, Eamon, and all them who organised the Sabat. It's uh, Pat's Day thing down the ETU and the ETU for putting it on and Perky and that, all the boys for putting the food on. Uh, great day down there by all last Thursday. So congratulations to all them. Righto. And a cheerio to uh, Paco, one of the port boys who uh, got on the train and went to work. Now, the fact that he probably passed 20 building sites and he was almost alone on the train and he finally got to work and he realised the gates were shut. Yes, Paco, last Tuesday was an RDO. So cheerio <laughs> to Paco. Uh, let's go to Scallywag of the Week. Liz Con obviously is a candidate. Uh, you've a got one. Uh, oh, we've got Mazbuilt in, uh, in Footscray job. Uh, absolute shocker. Uh, you know, goat track. If you get through the goat track, oh, you're in they the haven't market. improved. There's two and a half meter uh, excavation with no fall protection, uh, um, an access into the pit that was just a disgrace on wheels and right into the mud pit. Um, yeah, just a- absolutely everything that, that could have been wrong was wrong uh, and probably still is. I think that battle goes on. That was four days into it, un- unfixed. So. <laughs> Well, we've got uh, Troons, I think, down in Tassie. Uh, Troons again, uh, this time in Tassie. They uh, haven't improved either. No, uh, we've, absolute shocker. Just, and we've had in Adelaide, you know, repeat death from an elevated work platform. Um, just a tragic thing. And then to see a photo from our, our organiser down there in, in Tassie, Richie, uh, of a guy out of his elevated work platform up on the roof. Just, you know, no good, no good. Righto, Nigel, um, Nigel Hatchkiss, because he's absolutely 
off his face at the moment. He's come back from sick leave and he's decided to help our friend Mr Turnbull not prosecute any bosses for all the rot and rubbish that's going on. No one getting done for phoenixing or anything like that. No, no, just charge the union organisers and shop stewards for matters that might be as many as five years ago. Some minor a matter where you've gone on a job, he's charging them. So everyone's getting charged, hence the front page of The Australian the other day, making it look like the world of building was out of control. Now, you've got shape. And BWD. Yeah, yeah. What a mess that is down there. And Lynn Tiger plastering. Yep. Got to read the EBA scope and application. All right. Two stories or above. So who are we going for? I reckon LizCon deserves yeah, the winner. Yeah, LizCon. Okay. LizCon are the winners. And we got a Sookie Lala. No time for it. Uh, we got a Sookie Lala. I reckon maybe our friend from Massbuilt. Because he reckons the whole world's against him. He's been whinging like hell. <laughs> that, that'll do. He's got to spend a bit of money on his jobs. Right, oh, that's right. We go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, dare to, win. to win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And we're going to go out with a little bit of Irish music just to uh, note St. Patrick's Day this week. <laughs> You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.